Hello, everyone. Margaret Swift Thompson of Embrace Family Recovery here with you today to share this special series that I'm putting out on the Embrace Family Recovery podcast. So I have done something that I have dreamed about, I have been suggested to do, and I have been fearful of through much of my career, and that is write part of my story. I am excited to announce that I am in a collaboration created by Women's Speaker Association, a book entitled Voices of the 21st Century, Women Empowered Through Passion and Purpose. I, along with 44 other remarkable women from around the world, have chosen to write a chapter each based on the stories of our lives, our experiences about passion and purpose. And so I am thrilled during this series to introduce you to some of my co-authors. And in the next month leading up to the book launch on February 6th, I am honored and thrilled to share space on this platform with my co-authors. So buckle up and meet some of the women who I have been experiencing this journey with over the last year leading up to the launch of our book. Voices of the 21st Century, Women Empowered Through Passion and Purpose. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. I'm extremely excited today to be bringing you a guest who is from my home country of Bermuda. We have three of us as a part of this book, and I want you to get to know Andrea, who is one of my co-authors. So Andrea, how would you introduce yourself to everybody on the listening audience? Hi, everybody. I'm Andrea from Bermuda, and I'm so thrilled to be here with you, Margaret. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Uh, Very exciting time for us. It is. Well, and this is not your first time, Andrea. You got to do this last year, which is kind of how I heard about it. I knew of one other Bermudian who'd done it. But when you and I chatted, you told me a little bit about what you did. So why don't we go back to what made you want to do it the first time? Like what led you to want to write a chapter? Have you always wanted to write or is this new for you? I always felt like I had something to say, like there was a book inside of me. And when I met Michelle, who was the lady who the first Bermudian that I knew that was in Voices. She really inspired me, and I had gone on one of her podcasts to listen about her story, and that just made me want to start the journey. And it's interesting because Michelle was a guest on my podcast early on in the journey. So, yes, I'm very familiar with Michelle, and she is the first person I ever heard about for Women's Speakers Association. That was the connection for there, and also for then hearing about voices. So what was the first episode you were a part of? Voices of the 21st Century? Right. So it was the 2023 book, Women Transforming the World. Ooh, another great title. And so was it easy for you to do it the first time? Was it hard? How did you approach it? You said you knew you had a book and you wanted to be writing a book at some point. So what made this the first attempt for you? So I I knew I had something to say, but I didn't know what I had to say. <laughs> yeah. So it was really about 
praying and meditating about what part of my story was ready to be shared. Mm. And so that is what came out with part of my transformation story in the first chapter that I that I wrote. So it was actually a transforming experience. To do the writing? To do the writing and to have it published. It, it's, it's a really wonderful experience. We are both alum from Bermuda High School for girls. And so for me, it was also a full circle moment to go back to an all-female book. It took me back to those memories of growing up with all women, all girls, which had many experiences, not all great, not all bad. Was that a draw for you? Did that impact you at all? I got to say, when they told us the title and the theme of the book and how it was all coming about, because I believe they they get the women and they listen to their stories and then it kind of morphs into its own being. You know, the book gets a life of its own. And and I believe that's how they came up with the the overall theme. And when it came to be women transforming the world, yes, it was very exciting and empowering and definitely gave me memories of the good old days. (laughs) Yes, the old girls that we are. (laughs) So when you found your book was published, because you've been down this road and I haven't yet, so it's kind of been neat to hear what your experience was. What was the most surprising part about being a published author? Like, was there response to your book that surprised you? Was there support that surprised you? know, what, what was enlightening or what was positive about it for you? All of it was positive. All of it was enlightening. I was surprised with the support. Now mm-hmm. that I look back on it, I was like, why wouldn't keep my friends and family firstly support me, but then wider people that I didn't know as well. I had very special intimate moments, like at the book signing with people I didn't know, people who also wanted to to write books and that that might inspire them. And just such a wide variety of inspiring moments and connections about making connections with people and the whole point of putting myself out there if my story can inspire or help someone on their journey. So, you know, it was worth it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I know for me, moving into the second, you opted for a second. This is my first. It was daunting for me. It was very vulnerable for me. How did the writing of your chapter for our current book that will be published on February 6th, Voices of the 21st Century Women Empowered Through Passion and Purpose, what made you want to do it again? What was different this time? Well, I wanted to do it again because it was such a wonderful experience the first time. I really enjoyed it and I felt as if I have more to say, more to share. Maybe I wasn't ready to do a whole book on my own, but because the experience was so great with Women's Speakers Association, the bonds that I was making with the other authors and how I was growing, like last year from that whole process well and beginning in 2022 you know I'm not the same person as when I began that process so also I'm growing and healing and becoming a different person as I go through the process of the second book right sure and so when I sat down to write this chapter when I had spoken with Gail Watson and okay I decided I'm going to go for it a second time 
it was like, oh gosh, well, well, what am I going to say this time? Who wants, and yet you go through so many emotions, like, does somebody actually want to hear what I have to say? Well, they did the first time, so maybe they would want to hear more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I, I went through those, those roller coasters. Of, For sure. Do I really want to do this? But when I came down to write, I actually, again, sat down and prayed and just really, it just came out of me literally in one sitting. And I was, I mean, I worked. Yeah, on it and edited it and everything afterwards, but it was a, a flow, definitely a flow that came through me for this one. Do you want to share the title of your chapter? Yes, I do. I entitled it Let It Begin With Me. That's really interesting. I interviewed Gail a couple days ago, and hers was a similar theme about accepting one another. Live and let live is her title. So it's kind of interesting. So let it begin with me as a title. Is there a little line from it you want to share or anything you want to tease the audience with that won't give too much away? Yeah, I'll share a line. And like I said, it's a journey. So what I was sharing was that I discovered that my attitude and my mental, emotional, and physical health are all essential elements to my self-empowerment. And I have the power to change these things from within me. So let it begin with me is all about me empowering myself from within, not looking outwards for validation. That's a big one for me. I can relate to that, Andrea. I have spent my whole life looking for enough external acknowledgement to make me okay. And there's never enough. So that's great. I look forward to reading. Have you read any of the other chapters? Almost every one of the co-authors has not read the entire book. They're waiting for it in print. Where are you at? There is something about a book. I I love to be able to read things online and ebooks, and they're great, but I'm old school. I I love to have it. So yes, I, I have looked through the stories, but I have not read them all. I've read a few I haven't read them all. And yeah. I will I will do that when I get the book as well. Yeah. I look forward to that. I look forward to sitting down and being amongst our co-authors in in spirit, reading it, knowing that we all contributed to make this happen. I want to ask a question I should have asked Lorene because she's also a Bermudian, but was there anything about writing as a Bermudian in a small island? Knowing lots of people know of us, of our family, uh, our school alma mater. You know, I mean, you and I don't really know each other until recently, but we know of each other before we ever met, right? So, like, that's one of those wild things about living on a small island. Was it harder, or it's hard to compare because we don't live anywhere else, but how did you feel about that piece of putting your story out there? Yeah, and, and that's definitely a consideration for me, when I'm writing, I'm very aware because of some of the subject matter is sensitive in my book and it can be sensitive to members of my family. So I'm aware when I'm writing that I'm talking about myself mm-hmm. and not anybody else's experiences directly. I do speak about my husband and my children and my brother who passed, but those are the only people I'm speaking about. And, you know, If I want to help people and I'm saying, let it begin with me, I'm putting myself out there in order to share my story and Mm -hmm. to see, you know, if my story helps somebody or inspires somebody, then that's why I'm doing it. 
sharing the message is, is part of what we do in recovery. Yeah. Well, and I think that it's a way to connect with other people because we connect on a personal level. So wanting to help people is obviously part of your makeup. You believe in the desire career-wise to help people. You're in HR. You do help people on a general level. Is there other ventures that you hope to aspire to or do in your career to help people around maybe the subjects that you wrote about? Yes. During the pandemic, I actually took it on as a personal development to become a coach. And I qualified with Integral Coaching Canada. And so through coaching, I believe I can reach people in a different way than I do in my work life. It's a personal endeavor that I am on, a personal journey, helping others in a different way. And um, sharing my recovery story is another part of it. Those are separate, but yeah, those are part of the ways that I'm helping people. Mm-hmm. And I have no doubt when people read your chapters, some of the common elements of humanity and the things we all go through will maybe give voice to someone who hasn't spoken about it yet. Welcome, everybody. I am super excited today because I get to introduce you to a fellow Bermudian who's also part of this book, Voices of the 21st Century, Women Empowered Through Passion and Purpose. Lorene, I would love you to introduce yourself to the listeners as you would like us to know you. (laughs) I love that, as you would like us to know you. Hi, everyone. My name is Lorene Phillips, and I am the founder and CEO of Clarendon Wallace, which is a boutique executive coaching and leadership consulting firm that has started in Bermuda and has already started expanding overseas. And I started just before the pandemic prior to spending 30 years as an underwriter in the reinsurance and the insurance space. So it's a delight to, to be on this side of my 2.0 career and just excited to be here. Thank you. That's exciting. I I think that one of the things is we cross paths on LinkedIn, but it is so neat to be in this part of the journey with you of writing. Mm -hmm. It was the first time for me in publishing. I was wondering, was that for you the same? Is this your first time publishing or were you already published something? I was already published. I had actually written two books before. One was called 29 Keys to Unlocking Your Faith at Work and When. And it's really about how do you live your faith out in a practical way as a a corporate executive. Mm -hmm. And then the second book I co-authored with my husband, which is 29 Keys to Parenting and When. We are parents of three now young adult sons. And, you know, we just get asked a lot of questions about around parenting. And so we decided to put everything together in our second book. So yes, I started this writing and authorship a a few years ago. Good for you. Yeah, Yeah. this was my first. So it's very new to me. How was this experience different than writing your past books? Was it similar or different for you to write in Voices of the 21st Century? Well, similar and different. Similar in that it's writing and it's about really being able to communicate your thoughts and your ideas 
in a compelling way and really just telling your story. Mm-hmm. What was different about this particular project that I really liked was I get to do it with others. And I had an opportunity to hear about what was of interest to other writers. And it was uh, very encouraging. It was very inspiring. It was very collaborative. Mm-hmm. And there is something about being able to do what you love and what you're passionate about with others that makes it much more uh, memorable and much more impactful. So, you know, I'm delighted by this project and just the end product and being able to, you know, get a cup of coffee and put my feet up and just delve into the voices of other women and the things that hear what they're passionate about and hopefully be able to glean and to grow from that as well. Yeah, I look forward to that too. Out of all the people that I have interviewed from our 45 co-authors, most have not read it yet, are waiting for the hand you know, have it in hand and to sit with a cup of coffee and read it. So it seems like we're all similar in that. Yes, absolutely. What you would like to talk about with your chapter, is there anything you'd like to share without giving it all away so people will look forward to reading it? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I thought long and hard about what I really wanted to share and what would be the most important message. And it's, there's a story that says, you know, if you're on your way out the door, what's that last message someone will say to you? If you're going on a trip or whatever it is, those last instructions are probably the most important instructions. And so when I considered this particular project, I thought, okay, I have this one chapter. What What is the most important thing that I would like to, to impart or to, to share? Mm-hmm. And it was really around taking risk, about taking strategic risk, about daring yourself to be courageous and to to understand that you can begin again and you can begin again and you can begin again. And it's okay. It's okay to do that and not to play it safe. Mm -hmm. um, Because when you play it safe, you know, like Michael Jordan says, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. So if you don't take that chance on yourself, if you don't bet on yourself, no one else is. And so I really wanted to share that, but, but also importantly to share where I believe I got that DNA from. Mm. Did I just kind of happen to be a risk taker or was there something in my environment? It's probably a bit of both. And so I shared kind of where I believe I saw it modeled and how that impacted me and then how I try to live my life so that I can impact that of my kids so that they can also dare themselves to take those amazingly brave risks on themselves. I love that. And I think the thing that really works for me is that visual of that last thing stated as you leave, mm-hmm. as you go out the door, or take a trip. Mm-hmm. That's really profound to think about. Mm-hmm. So I really am excited to hear how you weave that in, that visual into what you share in your chapter. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, in, in many ways, it was very affirming for me to do it because I really had to reflect and to consider, have I always been this way? I mean, mm. as far as I can recall, I've always taken risks, even as a teenager, um, as a preteen, as a young adult, um, and, and into my adult years, and continue to do so when I started my coaching practice and moving away from something that was home for me in terms of a career for 30 years, and then doing that right into three weeks into the pandemic. So I've always taken risk and I continue to do that. I look at my business now as we enter into a fourth year and I'm now thinking, okay, what's my next best step? What's that big risk that I'm willing to take? And to know that even if it doesn't work out, like Mandela says, you don't fail, you learn. Um, And so with that mindset, isn't it awesome to be able to just continue to push those boundaries and dare yourself to do those audacious things? Love it. 
Love that. I love the empowerment in it and the reality that if we don't take a risk or try something, we'll never know, right? So it is leaning into that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think that would be, certainly for me, in terms of my own legacy, that would be my biggest regret is not having taken that risk. I think it would be the thing that I would look back at and wonder, mm, what would happen? What would happen if I only did and so I want that not to be the reality for others. And so, yeah, that, that would be my biggest parting word is go ahead and take that shot and bet on yourself. Remarkable, the courage and tenacity and strength of women to be vulnerable and authentic and share tips and strategies and resources from their story for each of us to learn from. Whether it's my chapter or one of the other women's chapters, I assure you there is something in this for every woman in the world to gather support, encouragement, maybe passion, light a passion in you these women who have taken the time to write their chapter and be a part of this book. Voices of the 21st Century, Women Powered Through Passion and Purpose. Until next time, take care of you.